Welcome to the Dental CEO Show. I'm Dr. Sam Dar. And I'm Samantha Leonard. And we are the co-founders of Stream Dental HR. We started the show to talk about everything they didn't teach us in dental school, about running a business, managing a team, and being a leader. And as the CEO and office managers, it's your responsibility to hire the right people, onboard and integrate them with the right systems, motivate, engage, and lead them to success. With our experience owning, managing, and operating six multi-million dollar practices, we learned a thing or two on what not to do and eventually what our secret formula for success was. And it all boiled down to people and processes. That's what brought us lots of profit and success. Join us as we dive into everything from hiring, leadership, communication, systems, scaling, and HR. The most fundamental pieces to turn your practice from survival mode into growth mode. Hello, dental CEOs. I am so excited to have you join us on our first episode of season two. We are truly grateful, truly appreciative and honored that you are with us for this next chapter. And in this next chapter of season two, I think we've all kind of gone through season one of, uh, let's call it what we've kind of been through the first season of the pandemic. And now season two is really a brand new chapter and a chapter where I would love to start off with where we're just doing a little bit of reflection of being able to do a little bit of an audit on our organization. Um, so in that way, we can really have the tools and resources that we need to rebuild ourselves as the leaders of our organization. It has been a hard two years. Now, I'm sure there's a lot of um, other words that you guys probably would have used to describe the last two years. Um, and <laughs> it, it's, it's definitely hard to describe, but we've all kind of been through this journey together, which is incredibly unique when you actually take a moment to think about what we've all kind of been through and we've been experiencing all of these different things and these ripple effects together, no matter what industry you're in, what business you're in, we're all really going through this at the same time. So in order for us to really kind of know where we want to go, how we're going to get there, I think we really owe it to ourselves to hit the pause button, reflect, analyze, re-strategize, but then also to reprioritize and reflect on our passion, our priorities, our purpose, stepping into this end of 2021, beginning of 2022, how do we really set ourselves up to be operating differently? Because the last two years, we've been kind of in this survival mode, right? Doing whatever we needed to do to keep the lights on, keep the bills paid, keep our teams you know, safe, keep our patients happy, keep our business afloat that I'm sure I'm not the only person who can say this, but that really impacted my mental health. It impacted my physical health. It, if I look back at how I've gone through this last two years, it was a lot of growing pains, a lot of um, sleepless nights. It was a lot of <laughs> times where I was extremely burnt out. I was extremely depressed. I wasn't with the amount of stress that I was under, and I'm sure you're feeling this the same way. 
the pressure all around from every angle, it felt suffocating sometimes. It felt like I was drowning. And you know what? I had spent two years just trying to doggy paddle or try to swim upstream with one arm tied my head behind my back. After doing that for so long, that arm gets tired, gets sore. Maybe the strokes aren't as frequent. Maybe I'm not making as much progress. And then eventually the current can just take you and it can take you down. And I was very depressed. I spent quite a few months in a dark, deep place, panic attacks. I was not sleeping very well. I just was eating my emotions. It was just a really, really hard time. And it took a lot, not only out of me to be able to reset, to reconnect with myself, to realign, to gain some happiness again, to gain some clarity, to be able to step up for that next round in the boxing rink, you know, like after being hit, knocked out so many times for the last two years, I finally intentionally took a little bit of time to decompress, to dust myself off, to pick myself up, to hydrate, to maybe get a little massage, you know, so in that way, my muscles aren't so sore and to jump back into the ring. And I think we've all been hit one way or another and have felt that way. And with this episode, I really want to kind of go through that process, go through that, uh, maybe just kind of talk about it, right? Just sometimes we just need to talk about those hard things, have somebody else to hold your hand or be there to give you a hug at the end after you've gone through this crazy obstacle course and be there with a sign cheering you on. And that's exactly what season two is all about. We've got some great experts on here, some great conversation, some hard conversations, but those conversations that we all need as a pit stop to just reconnect reevaluate, re, you know, find that compass, get the right, you know, uh, pieces to be able to get our momentum back again. So we're really focusing on how to rebuild your team, your culture, and your business after going through some of the most challenging times in your careers and still continuing to operate during a global pandemic. Now, I know that you probably all feel the same way as I do, where we're totally over this. Um, probably most of the time you can catch me daydreaming of what life I picture life to be like on the other side of this pandemic. But the reality is, is the aftermath of 2020 and this global pandemic has really changed the landscapes of how our practice is operating, not just this year, but the next year and the year after that. We've seen some massive changes over those last two years. You know, when you sit back and you actually think about all the things that we went through, you know, from having to change our PPE, from having to change how we do patient intake, to screenings, to sterilization protocols, to employment standards, to health and safety regulations, you know, we have adapted and we've, we've made those changes and we've, you know, uh, gone through all of these different curveballs, and we're now at the this part in our, in this new chapter, I should say, 
we're starting to see some major issues really transpire from the last two years. And I'm sure all of you can relate to this where we're having a really tough time finding people to fill positions. We have team members who are no longer engaged. Maybe our culture has made a significant shift. We're seeing a decrease of employee retention and an increase of employee turnover. And all of those pieces really impact our business. That impacts the stress, that impacts the workload on one another, that impacts therefore how we lead our team, that impacts our energy. It's a huge ripple effect that really turns into this big tsunami that if we're not prepared for, we can easily just get sucked in. We can see the consequences happening. And if, you know, if we're not, if we're operating the same way that we did pre-pandemic, pre-COVID back in 2019, we're probably noticing that those business strategies, those business functions aren't working for us right now. So in other words, we need a new strategy, my friends. We need new resources. We need to support systems. We need to be able to have the resources so that we are making sure that we, our team members, our business, we can get through this and we can move from being in a survival mode of what we've been operating in this last two years to thriving, to healthy, happy uh, team, patients, and most importantly, you as the CEO, as the business owner. So when we think about these, these different shifts that have happened, the ripple effects, you know, when you think about it, these three core facets where we really focus in on, on this dental CEO show, you know, for the longest time, these were things that were kind of put at the bottom of our to-do list back in 2019, you know, they weren't main priorities, but now in 2021, we're seeing that this has suffered significantly and has really impacted the success of our organization. When we think about it, when we're thinking about ourselves as our needs as CEOs, our team, the culture, HR, health and safety, the human side of your business, this has never been more important. Because 2021 goes down in history books as the year of our great, the greatest resignation. And since the pandemic, people are leaving in droves. Now, why is that? And I think if we really kind of take some time to peel that proverbial smelly onion, you know, if we peel that thing back and we figure out what the root cause of that smell is, we can fix it. We can repair it, we can rebuild it, we can restructure our organization for success. So, you know, we, we hit the pause button. So let's kind of take a little step back and just see how we got here in the first place. Well, the first part of the breakdown chapter, the saga, was right after the lockdown. There was a lot of people who didn't return. Many people were probably part of the high-risk category um, they had to make a really tough decision. Am I going to go to work or am I going to ensure that I am safe? Is it work or is it my life and my safety and my future, right? That's a hard decision to make, to choose your own health and the health of your family. We saw that other parents instantly became substitute teachers overnight. They had to leave their jobs to now do homeschooling. 
something that none of us were ever prepared for. But often enough, the employee just, maybe they weren't happy to begin with. And now the lockdown kind of helped them evaluate that. And now that when the lockdown kind of ended, there was plenty of opportunities out there for them to kind of make the decision a little bit easier for them. And there was a crazy switch that really happened where it was a realization that the cost of staying at a job that they weren't happy had risen due to burnout. While the cost of quitting had decreased due to the sheer amount of opportunities that are available in the market. So that switch began after the lockdown. And then we're faced with chapter two, which is what I'm calling the straw that broke the camel's back, where we're back, we're opened, we have less employees than when COVID started, and we have an even bigger workload. So when you add those two together, what comes out? Well, burnout. And then burnout causes an even bigger ripple effect. There's an increased amount of stress. Communication goes down, disconnects go up. The great relationships that once were had between employees were broken. The culture we once had is now replaced with underperforming team members who are barely holding on with by thread, just like we are right now as office managers, as business owners. And so what's next? in that formula. Well, that usually sparks more and more turnover, which then um, brings us to chapter three right now with less people, bigger workload, probably more less people, if that makes sense, but you know what I'm saying. And now we're dealing with a smaller candidate pool because the job market has significantly changed because we're not the only dental office that's hiring anymore. Candidates have plenty of opportunity on that. And on top of that, they're being offered the sun and the moon. Like I'm talking signing bonuses. The other day I was on Facebook and I saw somebody shared a job posting that an office was offering a $10,000 signing bonus. Some practices are offering moving incentives. They're doing a huge pay jump. They're offering benefits. And I even heard of one office offering a Chanel bag. This is different times. People are desperate. We're doing whatever we need to do to survive. And everyone across the country is experiencing this. No matter what industry, there is a massive shortage in every industry, in every single position. And I'm sure you're probably feeling this right now, or you have likely experienced this over the last few months. And what would normally take two to four weeks to fill a position is now taking two to four months to find somebody. Now, what does this all mean? Well, it's important for us today to be able to have a different strategy, to adapt, to evolve, and maybe when we're, we're talking about that, maybe the evolution means we need to evolve when it comes to our employer branding strategy, our recruitment strategy, our onboarding strategy. We need to evolve when it comes to retaining our team because the best way to avoid this scenario is to make sure our team is happy, right? That's the best way to be able to solve turnover 
Make sure everyone's happy, including you. And then the other piece of maybe we have to adapt. Maybe we've been short-staffed for a year. Maybe the option is we can't fill a position, so what do we need to do instead? How can we delegate, elevate? How can we outsource certain things? So in that way, we are adapting and making do with what we have right now. So let's dive into one part right now, and then you're going to get so much more information in other episodes in the near future. But really what I kind of want to focus on is this, this part where we hit the pause button, right? So let's kind of do that evaluation right now. Let's do a little bit of an audit. How do we do things differently? How are we going to um, adapt to this change of priorities? Let's call it the change of passion, the change of purpose, because I think that's what we all kind of went through this last two years. We all kind of had that heart to heart moment with ourselves and go, okay, things are crazy right now in our life. And I don't know what the future is going to hold. I hope that my family stays safe and healthy. I hope I stay safe and healthy. I hope, you know, the world stays safe and healthy. But if this was, you know, the end of end of things, <laughs> am I going to be happy or am I going to have regrets? Am I doing the things that I love to do every single day? And if it's not, then what, what do I want to do? I think we all had that conversation and we've all had that go through our minds this last two years. And so if we are asking ourselves these questions, I guarantee you that every employee on your team is thinking those same thoughts. Every candidate out there who's looking for a job is thinking those same thoughts. This is the reality right now. This is what is on, the, on everybody's mind. So how do we adapt to that? Well, first and foremost, what are your priorities, passion, and your purpose right now, Doc? What's your passion and priorities and purpose, office manager? See, when you are in alignment with that, you have this, this excitement at the office. You're excited to lead your team. You're excited to, you know what? Whatever is going to get thrown at me, batter up. I got my bat here right now. I, I polished it up. I've got a bigger batter bat and I'm ready to knock it out of the park right? You're invigorated. You are unstoppable. You have that tenacity, that resilience, that ambitious, you know, determination to do whatever it needs to take to be successful. But when we don't have that, it is so much harder to get through the day. It is so much harder to deal with all the hard things that are coming at you right now. So let's take that time to really find what that purposes, that passion, that priorities. And then I'm going to show you how you can use that a little bit later. But we need to think that the reality is there's, if, you know, if we've got a position open, there's great candidates out there. People are looking for jobs. Okay. There are people out there. It may seem like I've got nobody applying to jobs. Therefore, there's nobody out there who's looking for jobs. No, there are plenty of people out there who are looking for 
their next dream job. They're passively looking for new opportunities. And if they're scrolling by 100, 200, 300 other job opportunities in your area, they want to find somebody who is in alignment with their, their new priorities, passion, and purpose. So what are you doing to set up your business and your existing team up for success while you work on rebuilding your team, your culture, and your business? Well, let's start by diving into that audit. Well, first and foremost is if we have had a large amount of people leave our organization over the last two years, we need to figure out why. We can't just make these assumptions and say, ah, well, the lockdown. Ah, well, there's somebody's paying them more money. Yes, that might be the case for some, but unless we don't actually take pay attention to these things, we can't really have the tools and resources to be able to stop anyone else from leaving, fixing some of the issues that cause this person to leave, or find the challenges or heck, the opportunities that are in our business, if we don't ask. Let's fix those leaking pipes, so to speak, and prevent anyone else from leaving for the exact same reason by doing an exit interview. Now, I know a lot of people avoid doing exit interviews because sometimes there's some real, you know, <laughs> hard stuff that comes up in those answers. And it can be a little uncomfortable. But when things are uncomfortable, that's usually a sign that there's opportunity. So lean into it. Figure out, okay, well, maybe if there was this breakdown in communication, that person didn't feel that they were supported enough during their training. So what can I do to make sure that this next person isn't leaving for that same issue? Let's reevaluate our training and our onboarding systems. So we've kind of talked about the exit interview. So this is kind of, you know, when somebody leaves. But the second part to this audit is really checking in and doing almost like a retention interview where we are interviewing our existing team members to really find out why are they staying in our company or what might make them consider leaving. So a couple of questions that we can ask are, are we helping you? you know, Susie, be effective in your current role? Do you have all the tools that you need? Are we helping you build a successful career here at one, two, three smiles? Are we helping you have a fulfilling life? Because remember, if people's priorities, passion, and purpose have changed this year, let's see how we can help foster, nourish, and grow our team in their personal and professional career and goals. This is a great way to be able to also find out, hey, maybe Susie isn't happy as a dental assistant anymore. Maybe she's just from the stress of this. She's, um, you know, having a really tough time with her back. Um, and maybe there's an opportunity where she's like, I've always been curious about learning about treatment coordinating. You know, I love dental assisting, but I also love being able to help people make the decision to go ahead with treatment so we can give them that smile of their dreams. I love building those relationships and talking to people more. And, you know, as a dental assistant, my hands are usually in their mouth and I don't really get to have a good, meaningful conversation with them, right? Or whatever the reason. But when we find out and we ask Susie, 
if she's feeling fulfilled in her career and she's presenting us with the opportunity to become a treatment coordinator, and who knows, maybe she's already looking for jobs to become a treatment coordinator. And we find out that this is what she wants to do. And there's a position for us to actually make that position possible for her. We've just prevented somebody from leaving. That's a huge win. That is being resourceful in our uh, current circumstances right now, adapting and doing whatever we need to do to be able to keep our team happy. But this is also a great way to get feedback from them. What are some issues? How do we repair the damage? How do we set up and rebuild our team? How do we better onboard our new team members? And then another thing that we need to think about as well, because now that we've kind of talked about not only our purpose, passion, and priorities, we've asked our team now, we've evaluated that. But now that we've kind of all come into alignment with what that is and our new purpose, we can use that information to be able to attract team members, future team members. This is like your employer branding. This is your way for you to really showcase why people who have similar purpose and passion and priorities, this is a great place for them to work. This is your unique selling proposition. This is your way to really find people who are in alignment with that, who are going to help you actually reach those goals. They're actually going to be able to help you um, make sure that you are in alignment with your mission, vision, core values. This is also going to help you when it comes to the interview questions and the onboarding process. How do we all get focused and recentered around these three core pieces? Now, there was a lot that I just threw at you to think about, to reevaluate, um, to analyze, but this is a great opportunity to hit that pause button. Why are we doing this in the first place, right? Like, why did I start this company? What worked over this last two years? What didn't work? What took away my joy? What sparked joy? What's my new purpose? What's this new direction in this organization? And being able to update that plan, involve the team, do retention interviews, figure out this is maybe our, this is a time for us to also, you know, with this new lens, we're looking at our mission, vision, core values. Maybe that's going to help us rebrand our not only employer, but our marketing strategy. Maybe our patient uh, evaluation strategy, maybe the um, employee onboarding strategy. This is a perfect opportunity to really understand what the next chapter looks like. This is a fresh slate for all of us. And after these two years, I know I can no longer survive and you know, operate in survival mode. I want to love what I do. I'm more committed to that now more than ever. And the same thing with our team, making sure that you know this crazy two years of just nonstop work, 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 do a lot of busy work, burnout work. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to find work that's fulfilling to me, to my team. So take this time right now to really look at that for yourself, for the future, for our team. That's a great way to be able to rebuild and just reach all your goals. 
because that's really what this podcast is all about is just to help you have those tools, those resources, those strategies to get to the other side of this. And as you're on that top of Mount Everest, the craziest climb you've ever done in your life, you probably have, uh, you know, you're out of breath out there, but you're looking over top of what you just accomplished, what you just did together with your team and getting through the other side. We wish nothing but success and happiness throughout that journey. And we are honored that we are part of that journey. So this is just a sneak peek inside of all the things that we're going to be talking about in season two. So make sure that you hit that subscribe button. So in that way, you can be notified for all of our new episodes. You can hear from great experts, not only from the stream team, but in our industry to uh, be able to help you have the systems and strategies to really take your business to the next level. And I can't wait to see all of the amazing things coming your way. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Join us on our next episode for more great conversations, strategies, and inspirations to help you grow and scale your team and business. If you love our show, make sure to leave a review, share it with your fellow dental friends, and remember to follow us and join our email list at streamdentalhr.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, and even TikTok. See you next time.